Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is also Phil Lamar. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Friday, and we're doing things a little different. Uh, normally, Thursdays, we talk about history, but I had the chance to sit down and talk with Cena Grace about his entry into the DC Round Robin Tournament. Uh, it's a Green Lantern's pitch. Um, really great, really exciting. Go vote for it. You can look at my YouTube. Just look for the Night Nerd for all the links. Go to DC's Twitter, Cena Grace's Twitter. Anything like that. Uh, It was a whole lot of fun. So I put our normal week on hold for a couple of days because I wanted that to get some play and get some rotation. And y'all have been amazingly responsive to it. I want to thank you all for that. And a huge thank you to Cena for coming on the show and talking. Uh, And as of this recording, it looks like he's winning. So I I don't know. Like, maybe I'm a good luck charm. It's not me at all. But who knows? Uh, so we're going back to what we were talking about, and that was the Loch Ness Monster. And I, w- I will tell you, I've done so much reading and research and watched videos that my accent is leaving my native Texan, you know, where my like, oh, Loch Ness, to, I'm like, the Loch, because that's how they, they say that, that sound, the Loch. But anyway, we're going to look at a little bit of the history of the Loch Ness Monster, And we're going to start actually kind of in the middle with the surgeon's photograph from 1934. And I know you're like, Lance, you got to, you know, lead up to the buildup. Trust me, stay tuned to the end of the show for a really cool announcement. Just trust me. So the surgeon's photograph was the first like real photo quotations. And uh, it was taken by Robert Kenneth Wilson who didn't want his name on it, so they're like, oh, he's the surgeon, he was a gynecologist, um, first showed up in April 21st of 1934. And it it was in the Daily Mail, uh, all these photos, everybody was like, oh my gosh. And for 60 years, nobody could like 100% say no, that's wrong. People were like, oh, maybe it's it's driftwood or an otter or a bird, and we'll, we'll get into otters in a minute. Some some people are like, oh, it's an elephant. I don't know geography, I guess, very well, but I don't think there's a lot of native elephants running around Loch Ness. I, I could be wrong. But uh, it was always shown cropped, so the waves, you couldn't judge the size of it and everything. But again, it wasn't enough to say, wait, that's that's wrong. And... Like, 40 years after the fact, in 1975, the Sunday Telegraph was like, hey, no, this this is fake. It's a hoax. But nobody paid any attention because people want Nessie to be real. You know, we've kind of hit on that this week about how people love the idea of Nessie and this, this creature being there. Well, finally, time went on, and in 1999, there's a book called Nessie, The Surgeon's Photograph Exposed. And this is where we find out that it was a submarine that was built by Christian Sperling, who was the son-in-law of a famous British actor named Marmaduke Wetherell, which is a very British name. Um, So Marmaduke had actually 
been dogged on by the Daily Mail for some performances and all this other other stuff. Uh, and he had found these Nessie footprints too, and the Daily Mail just ripped him because they're like, no, that's that's a hoax. And it turns out they were hippopotamus footprints that somebody had faked and stuff. So he, he was going to get back. So he brought in his son-in-law, who was really good at sculpting and things like early movie film stuff. Uh, and then his own son, Ian, who bought all this stuff, I guess to kind of throw the paper trail off. Maurice Chambers was an insurance agent. And they bought this submarine at Woolworths. Now... If you're like me, you Woolworths, you don't know all like Woolworths used to be like the five and dime, the the Walmart of the time. They're still around, uh, but not what they were back then. But anyway, so they got this submarine and they made the little head and neck and everything, and we're trying to take these pictures when a water bailiff, which is kind of not not a coast guard, not a game warden like somewhere between the coast guard and game warden really uh what we have here in the states showed up and so they drowned the their version of the Loch Ness monster they did it as a joke to get back you know they got paid for the photo and for years and years and years that was the photo i mean to this day even knowing it's a hoax that's the photo people see they're like oh that's nessie uh, you go to the Wikipedia page, that's the first thing you see. You go to almost any article, that's the first thing you see. So I don't know, that, that's kind of cool. But that's not the first appearance of Nessie. So this week we're really celebrating you know, the May 2nd, 1933 article in the Inverse, uh, in, Inverness Courier about this beast that was there. And... Alex Campbell, who was a water bailiff at the Loch, wrote about seeing this weird creature in there and everything like that. But Nessie actually goes way, way farther back than that. If you go back to the year 565, 565, there's reports of monsters in the area, uh, both in Loch Ness and in the River Ness. That's the thing. If you didn't know, there's there were River Ness. And there was um, this this writer named Adaman who went and was found. You know, they were doing this burial, and this monster showed up, and they tried to chase it away. And finally, you know, he did the whole poltergeist thing, and, like held up a cross, and was like, "Back, back, demon, back, demon," and it went away. Five sixty-five. This is when it starts now. What's interesting is the description and stuff is different enough that it separates it from the water horses and things. You know, we talked a little bit about Legend of the Water Horse on Tuesday show. Um, there's even the Olifist, which is like a more of a serpent, eel, snake-like monster from Irish mythology. Um, that it's kind of compared to that and stuff. And over the years, every now and then, they'd be like, oh, there's this monster, there's this monster there. Fast forward a little over a thousand years, 1300 years, to 1871, where Dee McKenzie saw something in there, and it was like, it, it was slow, and then sped up, and wrote a letter and um, about, about what was going on, and the letter would be published later on 
as you know the the Nessie myth went and kept going. Uh, 1888, there was Alexander McDonald who actually saw Nessie get out of the water onto the land, get something and and leave. And this would be the person who told Alex Campbell about it. And Alex Campbell would use this and some other things to write the article that, you know, we're, we're celebrating. Uh, George Spicer in 1933 also saw some stuff, but it, it got out of the water, but just for a minute, and they didn't know what was going on. Well, in this time, though, 1933, they built a road around the lock, and... That is just uh, putting gasoline on the fire. Because you already had this kind of interest and buzz and stuff generating around it. And now you have a road where more, infinitely more people are going to be in this area. So, of course, they're going to think they see this. They're like, oh, no, no, I saw this, I saw this. And it would go on um, Hugh Gray in 33, Arthur Grant in 34. And I'm so proud I just pulled that off because when I was practicing and talking about this, I said Hugh Grant so many times. But anyway, Hugh Gray uh, took some pictures and everyone's like, oh, no, wait, that's that's your dog. Arthur Grant was like, oh, yeah, we saw this thing. It was like 1 a.m. And they crossed the road and here's a sketch of it. But everyone's like, no, that it's uh, probably an otter. And that, that's most of these are credited to otters. I mean, there was a South African tourist named G.E. Taylor who filmed something at the lock for about three minutes, but never shared the video. This is 1938. And shared it with one popular science writer. And they released a frame later on, but they're like, no, that's just like wood. That's, that's nothing. Um, also in 38, William Fraser, who was a chief constable in the area, was like, yeah, this is, there's definitely a monster here. I've seen all this stuff. We're going to go catch it, dead or alive. That they, they made this special harpoon gun. Obviously didn't catch it. So as time went on and technology got better, there's always a bigger increase, like, okay, now we can do this. And so in 1954, they're like, hey, we have sonars. We have pretty solid sonars. Let's go see what's out there. And this boat called the Rival 3 found a large object that was cruising along with them underneath. Um, that, like, 500 feet underneath them and everything. But they couldn't really pinpoint what it was. Then in, in 55, um, there were some more photographs, but they got proven a hoax. There's a film in 60. Uh, again, all these proven hoax. One of my favorite hoaxes, though, I do want to talk about, is in 77, the Loch Ness Muppet. There's a guy named Anthony Shields. Everybody calls him Doc. He's a artist, magician, writer, psychic. And he was like, hey, here's this picture. It's the clearest picture anybody's ever had of Nessie. Check it out. I use my psychic powers to summon the creature out of the water and come to me and pose for it. And everybody's been wrong. It's like an elephant squid. It has this tusk and the thing everybody's seen that's that's its tusk not the the head the, the eyes at the base of the tusk and everybody saw it and they're like mm, no that that's fake 
So, yeah, it's kind of, kind of interesting. But, again, over the years, there's been all this stuff. Even as recently as, like, 2013, David Elder made a five-minute video of this thing just under the surface. Um, supposedly, he was taking pictures of ducks and swans and stuff, and then this thing captured. Uh, and people are like, well, we think that's the wind. And Google's even did a street view where you can get above and below the lock and all the thing. And the, all this time, people have been like, well, here's the thing. It's real. And either people are like, nope, 100% hoax, or uh, we, we don't think that's real. And there's been so many expeditions over the years. You know, we mentioned, like, the, the sonar studies and everything. And even back in 2018, there was a a group of scientists and they did, there's a whole documentary it's on uh, Discovery Plus right now it's on Charville Channel from like New Zealand and Copenhagen and the Highlands and everything they went through and just scooped up a bunch of water, I mean I'm dumbing this down but scooped up a bunch of water and examined the DNA of it to see what all animals were in there and they're like okay this is what we found, this is what was going on uh, there's some eel, lots of eel DNA, so maybe that was it, but there weren't any dinosaur reptilian DNA that they found, so they ruled that out pretty conclusively, and uh, I don't know, like, so, okay, it's not a plesiosaur, there's not a plesiosaur more than likely in the lake, but maybe there is something, and this is going back to what, what I said earlier, like, people want Nessie to be real. You know, there's this little lake that is deep and dark and cold and scary-ish. And really, up, well, even with the DNA stuff, we don't 100% know what is in there. And, the, you know, there's been giant catfish caught there. There's been these otters, all these things. And I think people want that hope to believe in the fantastic you know they want to think that maybe there are dinosaurs around maybe there are these things that can still ignite our imagination and stuff and so people want it to be real um like i said i'm a big fan of cryptids i think there's a lot of stuff out there we don't know about and most of that stuff is at the bottom of the water you know, in the jungles and things, yes, there's a lot of species we're still discovering and things, but when it comes to the Earth's water, for as much water as there is on Earth, we don't know a whole lot about it. So, am I saying that Nessie is real? No. Am I saying that there's a possibility that there's something out there that we don't know about? Yeah, I think we'll get with that. Let me know what you think. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. But wait, you're like, Lance, you said there was going to be something exciting. So that documentary I talked about, um, the, the scientist who did the DNA study of Loch Ness, it's a professor by the name of Neil Gimmel at the University of Otago in New Zealand. I am incredibly honored and excited to announce 
that he will be joining us next month in in June to talk not only about his expedition and everything, but uh, Neil is has all these amazing research and theories and ideas about DNA uh, manipulation in the environment, like not external interference, but you know, mating habits and what environment does to everything. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. I. I'm excited, you know, it's, it's a, to me, I think this is going to be a, a big get. I want to talk about science and everything, and it's going to be really cool. So make sure to follow us on all social media to see when that's going to drop. Um, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited. But if you have questions, comments, concerns, if you want to keep talking about Nessie or cryptids, feel free to email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that does it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Live.